So I'd, I'd like to begin by acknowledging uh, just each of you in your practice and I'm very touched by what I hear in the one-to-ones and just want to uh, just acknowledge all the, the courage and the dedication and uh, the beauty of your practice. It's very humbling and inspiring for me. And a real testament to the power of this practice. Right? We and of being in a place like this and giving ourselves some time, you know, to really give ourselves uh, as fully as we, we can to cultivation, to exploration, and uh, yeah, I think sometimes when we chant these. Um, Refuges and precepts. So, have that sense of us being part of a great, you know, community of beings, past and present. Oh, feeling that, uh, sensing that, being part of that. So, um, uh, tonight's talk is a bit of an experiment, but then. Well, when when is any moment not really an experiment, <laughs> right? Actually, <laughs> sometimes maybe you have a plan and it goes that way. And you think, hey, you know. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah. So I really appreciate your support. You know, I. It's interesting. I I, I so often think I, I'm here to support you, and and then I think, well, you know, I couldn't support you if you weren't supporting me. <laughs> So thank you for your support. <laughs> I think I don't appreciate it enough. Is it really? You know, it's this shared, shared exploration. Um, I, as maybe some of you know, I like to teach and practice the Brahma Viharas. I kind of find myself drawn back to them um, a lot, uh, and and so. What I thought I'd do this evening, hopefully it will be of some of some help, some support to you in your practice, is rather than guiding us through a, a guided loving kindness meditation, a metta meditation, I'm going to kind of talk through the the way I do it. And part of why I wanted to do this was um I think, you know, sometimes talking about practice can actually be helpful. <laughs> Maybe a lot of the time it isn't, you know, we go on and on about it. I tend to like, well, just, just let's do it, you know, let's just do it. But maybe to reflect, you know, is helpful. It's like, okay. And my sense is like, especially here at the Forest Refuge where, you know, there's a lot of experience, there's a lot of a sense of people... You know, each person being on their own kind of practice, you know, trajectory or path. or So there's a wonderful sense of, from my view anyway, diversity and kind of in, in how people are approaching the practice and what's happening and how it's unfolding. So um, 
I think that maybe I want to share some of what has shaped my current approach to 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 metta practice and to all the Brahma Viharas. Kind of partly to say, you know, let's let's really celebrate and allow our creativity in practice. You know, that we have structures from the Buddha and we have guidance from the Buddha and from teachers and we have, you know, this teacher offers this and you do this and this and this and you know, all that and we and and you know, structures are so helpful, but then there's also this sense of both maybe finding our own, like I felt like I kind of found something that sort of worked well for me and then sharing out of that. But also then you have like I have a kind of a structure, a sort of a you know, a process that I go through, but then there's a lot of room for flexibility, right? Kind of so it's almost like a form of the Vitaka Vichara, you know, it's like touching this aspect of the practice and then hmm you know, that part of it. <laughs> the sort of listening, exploring, you know, and seeing seeing what comes, seeing what happens from any particular intention or something that we that we're bringing. So I'm going to share with you, you know, what maybe when I do it as a guided meditation, we get through it in about 40, 40, 45 minutes. When I do it on my own, this can go on for hours. <laughs> so this could be a whole retreat. Um, but just, yeah, so hopefully it might be helpful to you in your own uh, meta practice or also just any kind of a sense of this great quality of meta I want to focus on this evening that just even our being together and whatever I say or um, maybe just this occasion, this time together could be like a time to just, okay, metta, what is that? How do I know that? What place does that have in my practice? What's, you know, why is it so important? You know, maybe we talk about it a lot, and but to really reflect on that, and I often do that, and I'm, this sense of uh, sometimes I just feel the the sense of how much ill will and hostility there is in the world, in my own in my own mind, still hasn't been you know cleaned out. And whenever I reflect on that, it kind of inspires me to see, yeah, this is, this is important. This is, you know, sometimes I ask this question, um, like, what does it feel like when kindness, let's use different words we could use, you know, metta, karuna, compassion, what does it, what does life feel like? What, is, what happens in the absence of goodwill? Yeah, I don't want to go too far down that. It's pretty devastating. And so what, what happens, what, what comes even a moment of kindness? What does that bring? You know, what, what, what is that like? What happens to life in that moment? It can be, can't it be completely transformed? 
a moment of kindness. Mm. And so, um, yeah, let's let's see how, how this goes. So in the spirit of, of metta and and just to support a, a, a kind of sense of creativity in our practice, of really feeling empowered to experiment and to... I mean, I think, like, my journey with metta practice was years of laboring away with a form, with the phrases and categories of beings that really didn't do much for me. <laughs> maybe it's not meant to be just for me. Maybe maybe it was all, you know, it's also about supporting how we are with others and all of that. So I'm not saying it didn't help or have an effect, but it felt like it didn't, it didn't really include me. <laughs> Somehow it didn't include. So it took me a long time of kind of listening. Sometimes I think I found my way into a way of practicing that worked by tuning into the kindness that I perceived in, in other people and particularly in voices. You know, we're all different, aren't we? Sometimes we're, it's the, the sound, the voice, or the, you know, memory or image or and I think what for me has been really important is okay so I don't know quite how to do this so let's see so when I guide this kind of meditation we start with a posture so you can sort of take this as a some kind of guided meditation as we go through it but it's like the so really beginning by spending some time kind of feeling the body, feeling the body on the ground, you know, sort of getting in touch with sort of immediacy of that experience, getting kind of a sense of, okay, you know, some sense of comfortable in the space, like, okay, I can be here. And then some kind of willingness to um, just give some time to explore, to be willing to be open to, to uh, what, what, what might be discovered about this very natural capacity of the heart to care, you know, different words, different... To wish well, or non-harming, you know, this very basic sense of non-aversion, which I think is a really interesting way of understanding it. That for some of us, that might feel more palatable than you know, love, like, Bleh. or <laughs> that's a bit pink and fluffy for me. So again, it's being respectful of of one's sensibility and, okay, maybe it feels more helpful to to view it as an attitude or intention, right? So just some openness, some sense of, yeah, so that... Sorry, I'm making so many rustling sounds. Bigger bigger pardon. Seems particularly loud tonight. 
No, I think it's okay. It's because you, it's important that you can hear me, and that's so. Thank you for bearing with that. <clears throat> okay, so we've kind of got this sense of um, like preparing the ground, you could say. And f- 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 for me, what I realised that I was doing anyway with the phrases and the repetition of that I wasn't really doing it from here, from here and now. So the the next sort of part of this that I would spend quite a lot of time on if I was guiding it or doing it is just kind of settling into mindfulness, to awareness, to... Right. Okay. Hmm. How are we? You know? Just that kind of tuning into receptivity to just whatever's happening right now so you can you again follow along as you wish so to me this is preparing the ground preparing the space kind of um, okay so this sense of being present with what's happening with that intention anyway is then that's the mm, anchor, you could say. So in a way then the whole, whatever comes next with more intentional, you know, catalyzing or opening up to, to, to meta different facets, it's kind of, it's all happening here now with what's happening. Right? It's, it's, it's with what's happening now. And I think what I what I didn't realize was happening to me when I was practicing with the repetition of phrases and going through categories of being, I was sort of cut off from, you know, this. It's like, may you be, and then I was sort of out there somewhere, kind of, like, somewhere, if you over there somewhere, may you at some point in the future be, feel something it's good and <laughs> you see I'm not trying to diss that practice but I, it's like that's how it I think that's how it felt and so it was a sort of pull out of centre and there was a pull into almost abstraction of some kind and a kind of guessing or also a future kind of thing I think now I can use phrases sometimes and it, if, I, if I start from this basis right this kind of get this going more and have have this more kind of present um, so we're acknowledging and beginning to be mindful of just what's happening sounds you know any emotional tones thoughts mm, and we're like saying okay I mm. And sometimes I, I, it's almost like the mindfulness itself is a kindness. It's meta in disguise. Right? That kind of... And again, I, I find that helpful sometimes to kind of see the, the mindfulness as kindness. Like, that's, that somehow works for me sometimes. Um, the, the act of 
Mm. Intending to be aware is is kind. It's an act of somehow, you know, uh, mm, care. Mm. And uh, I I understand metta and mindfulness to share their basis in non-aversion. So I often touch into that, kind of, so they share that root, R-O-O-T. So I could pause there and like, sometimes that could be, that could be the whole, you know, that could be a long, like just practice, (laughs) practicing with that. I don't need to push it any further. And a sense of openness, sensing the the kindness of awareness or of that, that intention. So, so, so moving on, if, if we do, <laughs> then having established that on just to some degree, it's like there's a sense of just a very slight mm, introducing an idea or a suggestion of what if, this is where I've found this incredibly helpful, what if, I felt really welcome. What does that feel like? Or remembering when we did feel genuinely welcome, what does that feel like? And I know this isn't true for everybody, but for some of us, it's like there's a kind of like, oh, felt, felt sense that we might, and, and just remembering that. What does it feel like? Or just, oh, yeah, a question. Oh, what would it feel like if, if, yeah, to feel, to be completely welcome? Like, oh, that sounds pretty radical. <laughs> would feel good. <laughs> so then, to the, again, to the degree, it's, it feels helpful or interesting. So oh, just, just, just hang out with that for a bit. Maybe imagining or remembering or just kind of, kind of, Gently tuning into that possibility. So then again, with what's happening here, with just still what's happening. So it could be sights, sounds, thoughts. Hmm? I was like, what if I was completely welcome right now, just as I am? Or just as it is, you know, language is like just with what's happening. It's that simple, that direct, and that astounding. So we're touching now even very simply this sort of immeasurable quality of metta, of the Brahma Viharas. It's kind of the unconditional. You, there's just love, there's just kindness, there's just welcome. Just because, just because, you're, because you exist and you're thinking about it and... It's like beginning to feel that sense of the what the mind and the heart already knows about that quality. Being like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And you begin to get the sense that there can be this sense of the mind offering and giving 
and receiving. Mm. So you can play with the, you know, um, being welcome. So that's like there's something, this sort of sense of something slightly outside of us that surrounds us, that is welcoming. And I, 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 part of where this comes from is my experience of feeling profoundly unwelcome in the world. You know, and this sort of, maybe that's an experience not everybody has. And that's why, you know, you need to find your own words and images and memories and phrases because what is the medicine your mind and heart needs? Maybe it's a bit similar to mine, maybe it's really different. But this sense of, that to me, this is also a way that this has been so important for me in practicing at all. Because I think when I came, there was such a lot of bleakness and a sense of, something really cut off and I was rushing around trying to be good and kind and do good things. I felt very bleak inside. And going to Guy House and just being there and beginning to sort of pick up on this, and oh, it's, oh, it's a lot of kindness around here. What's that about, you know? And like, wow. And having this silence, you know, where I could just like go, wow. No, that's amazing. What is that? You know, starting to sort of get a felt sense or like this began to maybe soak in a bit through some of the hardened kind of, you know, defences and all of that. And that some of it was simply about non-intrusion. I, I just couldn't believe that I was somewhere where people were not coming and bugging me and asking me to do things and... Even though I was sobbing away in the corner and nobody was coming over and going, oh, you poor thing, what's the matter? Like, can I give you a cup of tea? It was like, wow, what a gift. What a gift, what kindness. You know, and I sometimes tell this, like, I remember in an interview in the old guy house sitting with Christina Feldman and sobbing away, going, it's, a, it's so kind here, there's so much kindness. And she just went, yeah, there is, yes. <laughs> So, you know, so many ways that this quality can be remembered, you know, mirrored or reflected back by other people. And the non-intrusion piece, I think that for me, this sense of welcoming, this sense of allowing, and this sense of letting be, letting experience be, like I realize it's a kind of internal form of non-intrusion, how much of the time, I think, to at least some of us, or well, I used to do it more, we're really not, we're very intrusive on ourselves. Oh, well, that's not very good. And why are you doing that? And why are you not? Are you thinking about that again? And you should be doing this. And it's like, leave me alone. You know, give me a break. So this sense of allowing, allowed to be, it's sort of internalizing some of this stuff maybe some people get from growing up in a reasonable situation <laughs> and some of us didn't get that so much right so this is the sense of this practice and you know, being kind of reparative on that level 
And then to me, that sort of helps to undermine some of the frozenness or the, you know, the defensiveness around. I can't be, I can't open up to this because it's, it carries a lot of negative associations with it and all of that. And so gently, gently, gradually, gradually, I'm allowed to be experienced just as it is, is welcome, it's okay, it's welcome, right? So this again may not be relevant for everybody, but for me this has been very uh, healing and then opens a way to deepening, sort of, kind of. So as, yeah, um, something I learned a lot about from Ajahn Suchito and, and <clears throat> he said, uh, he offered this lovely meta question. How would it feel to be in something where you felt completely met and received with all your complexities? Yeah. I'm like, something in me goes, mm, he wants to kind of like, oh yeah, kind of like... How would it feel? So there's a question. Oh, you know, how would that feel? So there's a genuine space for um, opening to that kind of. How would it feel to be in something? So this is again that speaking to that sense of, because I think for for me maybe for a lot of people we we sort of without realizing it we're living in a. Uh, a kind of mind-generated, you know, bunker. <laughs> Got to keep your head down. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, I was, you know, I mean, really, it's pretty... Uh, so to be in something for that kind of non-bunkerishness, something, something like a more space, okay, you know, Okay, I don't think like maybe it is sometimes we need a bunker. So not trying to yeah, but you know, maybe here and now. I can it's okay. It's okay ish. Or maybe I can even so even with that it's not to try and make it okay, which is another part of this sort of non intrusion, non demand that I think I've found so astounding when I first went to Gaia House. It's like this sense of some sort of offering to ourself. It's like just we're just presenting the chitta, that the heart mind with this like try this little tidbit. You know? Like that wonderful image from the Buddha of the wise cook offering the king, you know, broccoli? Like, yeah. It doesn't touch the broccoli, you know. And it's like, oh, you know, or this is a little pony, local pony I like to go and feed. And she loves the, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. So you're pulling up grass and clover and putting it through the fence. And that sense of, yeah, she just laps that up. So, so it's like finding the, as an offering to the, the little pony in us or whatever, again, image or... The rabbit, the rabbits. Is anyone else in love with the rabbits? 
I'll do it hard. Just yes. It's easier with some beings, right? <laughs> but you know, watching them eat what they like to eat. So this feels like such a teaching. So some of us are, we like water. So sometimes I think like being in water, like uh, being in something, right, where we feel completely met and received, like you may not be like that. It might be, you know, swimming, feeling completely supported and held and yet you can move really freely. And it's this very total sort of feeling of, just being held. Sometimes I use that as, a, as an image. Um, so, in in guiding a meditation and in doing my own meditation, I would spend a lot of time doing doing that. And then maybe bringing in phrases or images or memory or a particular being. You know, one retreat, I did a whole month of metta practice here once, and I used to just bring in a benefactor, you know, beloved teacher, and kind of just have them sort of hang out with me, walk around with me, <laughs> have tea with them, and um, so that sense of accompaniment think is really 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 helpful again is that kind of maybe internalizing that sense of caring relationship and and that becomes more accessible to us in our meditation practice and yeah when we're not with others so there's I think just so many different kinds of benefits there and um, yeah so many images and I don't want to talk too much about the the practice with phrases and, and things and then I feel like when, for me, when that's that process I've just described has been sort of developed and feels a bit more, I'm connecting with something like a subtle energy of calm or warmth or brightness. For me now at this point, I feel I have a very, like, it's like a sense of the subtle energy of metta. It's like a very subtle quality sort of brightness and then I can invite others in if I if I want to so I might bring a friend to mind or someone I want to share or just almost bring them into the space and sometimes maybe there's some sense of yeah an image or words or something or just hang out with that person for a while and imagine them benefiting from this good energy that is being generated or connected with yeah and and so depending on your sensibility what feels helpful you know you can hang out with that and I I think that's um happens sort of naturally or kind of you know just it just comes in you know people appear in your mind and then you can do it more sort of as and when um, mm. 
So just a couple more sort of modes, if you like, that I, I like to sort of go through. And the next one is from all of that, from that kind of the different aspects of that, whatever feels beneficial, whatever feels beneficial, so that could be very subtle, it could be calmness, it could be just anything, then we kind of bring that, sort of be more aware of that, a very subtle sense of enjoyment or whatever it might be, and then we just notice that and we let the mind kind of rest with that a bit. And then have a sense or like a wish or an intention that, that that energy, that sort of beneficial effect, suffuse, pervade the body, the mind. A whole space of awareness. It's like inviting whatever beneficial effect might have happened from the practice so far. We're just kind of opening again to that sort of whole whole body, whole being, grounded, spacious or sense, like whatever is helpful, good, supportive, may it spread, may it sort of suffuse through the whole being. And again, it's not making that happen, it's kind of just... Again, using the imagination and just inviting, softening, sort of to that, seeing, just seeing, just playing, you know. Mm, Yeah, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't, that's okay. And the intention is always somehow, to me it feels, any any kind of... um, Time spent exploring meta practice feels beneficial, even if it doesn't always kind of get very, you know, lofty and full and all that. And that aspect of it, then that way of suffusing, pervading, can be a route into into samadhi, into ab- absorption. I won't go into that too much, but it's like that. That can be, if it gets very settled and gather the mind and the heart and the body starts to sort of gather and tune into that sort of more subtle quality of metta, then that, that can be a, yeah, that can be a way into, into jhana, into absorption. And then um, the last thing which you probably are familiar with from the, from the, the teachings of the radiating of metta, which some teachers are picking up on that now. And what, what makes sense to me is that this kind of way of connecting and cultivating and, you know, sort of catalyzing and then... is then something is... Uh, some... whatever is in the mind... It communicates, right? It travels. It, it, it just does, right? It doesn't stop here. It doesn't stop like, you know, two millimeters outside your skin or something. So there is actually a natural kind of radiating, communicating something. The heart is doing that probably all the time anyway. But this sense of may whatever is beneficial ever 
kind of goodness I've got in touch with or at least I've been intending to get in touch with any you know that intention itself may may whatever is good in this heart shine you know kind of be allowed to mm, shine like the sun which I, I find a really helpful image because I don't think probably the sun feels embarrassed about shining <laughs> Like, oh, it's so bright, you know, really, come on. Like, rein it in a bit, you know. It's like, you're probably really, you know, kind of annoying some people or whatever. It's like, you know, you'll get in trouble for radiating so much light. They'll, 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 they'll think you're really, really arrogant. <laughs> Or, yeah, whatever different things that might... You know, I just... I think this is very interesting because, you know, the Buddha would encourage to reflect on your sila, reflect on your goodness. I think most of us like, ooh, it's a bit toe-curling. I think I want to do that. Thank you. This sort of sense of allowing, allowing the goodness of our hearts to just... shine, just... B, just um, uh, be known, be allowed to, yeah, I'm finding this hard to articulate this bit, but um, but it's not like, you know, I used to have this feeling of like pumping out some meta, like you sort of, you know, trying to blow air into a bicycle tire, like, and there's all that resistance, like, come on, you know, get it in or something like that. And I think that there's something, again, it's the, the idea of something natural that's already there. Maybe we've uncovered a little bit, or it's, it's, it's shining and melting its way through all the obstruction. Just give it time. And just keep kind of, oh, it is there, you know, encouraging it, feeding it little bits of clover, whatever it likes. And and it, it will, I, I really, I find that very helpful. It's like I don't have to pump it out. I, I just have to sort of, in some way, just allow, allow that to happen. Um, mm. So, um, I hope that this is some encouragement to your own creativity, you know, to this sort of really using, drawing on the Buddha's teachings and on, you know, whatever we, 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 we you know, you already know so much, you know, drawing on that and then, but really having, because, yeah, it, it, and, and this is something I've noticed in the one-to-ones today and yesterday is several people talking about, you know, the, the, the practice is just unfolding and it's kind of doing its own thing and like, it's so wonderful. I feel like I'm not having to, to, to do that much or it's kind of finding its own way. And so I feel like creativity is one of the the ways that helps to sort of open up like we haven't got to have it all figured out and sort of organized and that we can be flexible and responsive you know this kind of 
I cannot quite know. But with the intention, the intention to awaken, the intention to open to goodwill, just that. Let's see what happens. And, and that it can happen and arise and be known in so surprising ways that we couldn't have thought of. You know, we couldn't have planned. And so, yeah, I, I, I think... Um, Yeah, I don't know what I think really. Quite quite often. So <laughs> maybe I'll just stop there. <laughs> and uh Yeah. Just trying to think if there's anything else I wanna say. Maybe just coming back, yeah, maybe if we if feel like just, yeah, for me, just inviting you to kind of just, maybe we could take a few moments just to see how the talk or the, it's affected the heart, the mind, the body, or just what, what what's happening for you right now. That's important acknowledgement. Maybe a particular word or image that's resonated or just something we're connecting with right now that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with with this talk or topic but feels like a helpful thing to touch into right now. Supportive. May we live with kindness. May we find peace and joy. May we find healing and freedom from suffering.
So thank you for your support. <laughs> so let's close our time together by sharing sharing the blessings by chanting together. Uh, may any any benefit.